Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to CommunityHealth.sa. My name is Daniel Gutierrez and I am your host. So this podcast will discuss everything about the challenges and triumphs of community and health. For example, I grew up in the projects on the west side of San Antonio and as much as I love my culture, it also has its drawbacks when it comes to healthy foods and lifestyle. So come along with me on this journey. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel at communityhealth.sa. So without further ado, let's get started. Today I want to talk about alcohol and the challenges and triumphs I have experienced with alcohol. From childhood memories to adult experiences. I remember that once I turned into a teenager, I hated my Uncle Robert for drinking so much. My mother was the type of person that would accept you unconditionally. She loved you full heartedly and let the chips fall where they may. Especially when it came to her sisters and brothers. I don't think that she felt that the loving was reciprocated by her brothers and sisters. But she always used to say, God can see, that's all that matters. I think she was right, because I felt it too. My mom would offer her sisters and brothers food and shelter, but they chose alcohol, drama, and drugs. Instead of trying to better themselves and help my mother, they fed off her kindness. It wasn't their fault. They never felt love coming from their parents. I'm not judging them for it, but it took a lot of energy away from my mom and made a hard situation even harder for her. Her sisters and brothers were never taught to love themselves and therefore, how could they love my mother? The word love was used, but their actions were different. I tell people that are dysfunctional drunks that alcohol is not cool if you are already in a financial hardship. I mean, if the rich person wants to kill themselves drinking, the worst they can do is kill someone else in a car crash or be violent towards people around them. But when you're financially challenged, the people around you hurt in so many other ways. Till this day, as an adult, I still find it hard to let go of some of the bad choices my mother's sisters and brothers made that had an effect on my life. For my aunt Becky, who was a drug addict, sprayhead, and who married a psychopath that got my sister killed, to my uncle Robert, who stole one of the only things I had as a kid, which was my pool stick, or my aunt Ruth, who spent the rest of her days drinking, and in the end, pissing on my poor old mother's chairs and floors and leaving all her cans for her to pick up. My mother cleaned up after her until she couldn't anymore. Eventually, I had to move my mother out of the neighborhood for her own sanity. My mother went from seeing her sister twice a week or more to maybe once a month. My mother would have cleaned up and cared for her, but she got old. Her osteoporosis and handicap that left her partially crippled as a kid made it difficult for her to continue this way. That's how much my mother loved her sisters and brothers. After my aunt and sister passed, I had to stay at different houses. Two of my uncles let me stay with them while my mom was trying to get better in the hospital. I was 11 at the time, and it seemed like all the arguing and bad stuff my uncles did to their family was when they were drinking. I remember that once my mother got out of the hospital, I was about the age of 14, and we finally moved in together. We moved back into the projects where my sister and aunt had been murdered just four years prior. We had nowhere else to go. We went from a family household of five to a family household of two. It was just my mother and I now. My memories of my Uncle Robert sitting on the floor in our old apartment four years back when I was a kid weren't so sweet anymore. I mean, where was he when my sister got killed? Good for nothing drunk. I had lots of animosity for the adults who felled me. On occasion, my uncle would get to our porch drunk and sleep there. One evening, I was going on a date. My girlfriend's mother was going to give us a ride to the movies and my uncle was drunk asleep in the front porch with his blue jean shorts halfway down his ass crack and two quarts of beer right next to him. 
I told my mom to tell him to go inside before my date got there, but he didn't want to get up. So I went inside and got my gun. This is the kind of stuff I remember having to deal with in the projects when it came to alcoholics and alcohol. A year before that, he had pawned my pull stick that my mother had bought for me at the sporting goods store. We had a good time that day. I had a lot of good memories of that pull stick. I used that pull stick as a way to cope with my depression and I have a place to be in the air condition at the boys and girls club every day. He told me he was sorry later and he said he didn't know that I used it. Of course he didn't. Drunks only think about themselves. When he finally had to sober up because of psoriasis of the liver, he had gotten an infection and my mother had to be his nurse. I spent most of my childhood raising myself. My mother was so busy trying to look after her parents' kids that she could barely look after her own. My Aunt Ruth, who died a couple of years ago, was dealing with alcoholism for a long time. My Uncle Robert only made it to the age of 40, but my aunt made it to the age of 54 before the pharmaceuticals and alcohol got her. Through the last five years of her life, I had to get away. I just was too emotionally exhausted from watching family members die and killing themselves. It was hard to be around. I was just done. I feel bad that I couldn't be there with my Aunt Ruth in those times that she was sober, but by the time her sickness caused her to get sober, I was taking care of my mother, whose husband had passed away, and had to take on the responsibilities of her household and my own. I had my own challenges and difficulties with alcohol. I didn't drink every day like my aunt and uncle, but I drank just enough to stay within a balance of not going too far where I would become a complete alcoholic. I often felt that if I didn't stop completely, that it was a big possibility that I would one day fall into the death pit of alcoholism. I tell people that from what I've seen, it's a slippery slope. It can happen to anyone. It's worse when you're poor. The beer companies make the low quality beer to where it has to be drank right away. If you don't, it's purposely made to where it tastes horrible, or like some would say, like shit. I'm happy to say that I've been sober going on three years now. I stopped drinking pre-pandemic. I just didn't think that white man booze was doing anyone any good, so I figured I needed to stop. I wish more people would stop. I was there once, and it was a series of dramatic and emotional experiences. And up until a little over two years ago, I stopped drinking, and I also have lived a life of drama and hurting others because of my alcoholism. As I think back in retrospect, I sometimes have to imagine myself apologizing to all those people I hurt when I was drinking. And cheers, of course, to the ones that didn't have to experience that side of me. It's interesting how there are so many ideas and emotions and places you see once you stop drinking. At the moment, I'm having to deal with the time given to me from not partaking in everything pertaining to alcohol. One of my experiences that I've had since I've stopped drinking alcohol is actually starting to realize the person that I really am. I'm starting to discover things about myself that I didn't know about. And it's like trying to catch up when it comes to how to face those emotions and choices that you have to make based on those new emotions that you deal with. These are the things that have been challenging for me. My heart goes out to all of our children who are experiencing the negative effects of alcohol on their parents and relatives. It is not an easy thing to see for a child. For those of you who have thought about quitting, I suggest to try it for a month and see how you feel. It's challenging and eye-opening in many ways. That's all I have to share with you today. There's nothing else that you got from this episode. Just know that if you drink alcohol, it can rob you from your time, effort, and love away from your family. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. I'm on every Wednesday at 8 a.m. discussing everything about community and health. My name is Daniel Gutierrez, and I am your host.